We're in a situation where we have put together, and you guys did, did it for our administration, the President Obama's administration before this. We have put together, I think, the most extensive and inclusive voter fraud organization in the history of American politics. I don't care if you think I'm Satan reincarnated. The latest on an alleged plan to assassinate Donald Trump. This man grabbed by police at a packed rally in Las Vegas, and ABC's Pierre Thomas has new details in Washington. Weighing up the mood of conservative America in a gun show in West Virginia. Among the rifle racks and ammunition, there's anger and a dark talk of looming conflict. Senator Rand Paul was allegedly assaulted at his own We are witnessing a radicalization of libertarians all across the country. Dear viewers, we have just received word that Libertarian Death Squad are taking over. We have come to take our country back. He also worries that civil war could be on the way back. There are fears a her son, 19-year-old Horace Lorenzo Anderson, was shot and killed inside the then-cop-free zone that persisted for weeks on Capitol Hill. Is over of Afghanistan now inevitable? No, it is not. It's taken just four weeks for that statement to be proved so um, spectacularly and alarmingly wrong. Reality, thousands of miles away, is now on him. China is urging its citizens not to travel abroad as it struggles to contain the virus. We will be standing up Christmas Island as a quarantine. Go, Brandon, I agree. Hey, by the way, China are you in now banned from entering the country. Christmas Island today declared that the coronavirus Name three things that don't hang themselves. That's what the American people think. Hey guys, welcome back to Inside Four Walls. I've really become a channel to document the downfall of woke companies, haven't I? But ESG companies collapsing aside, I want to give a shout out to somebody. The Crazy Gamer 16 over here on Rumble, he's actually live right now. Does gaming content, does a bunch of different content actually. Vlogs, live streams, Q&As, all kinds of stuff to pique your fancy. So I highly recommend you go check out the Crazy Gamer 16 over here on Rumble. And give him a follow over here on True Social at the Crazy Gamer 16. Small independent con content creator on the rise. Give your boy a follow. That being said, let's get into inside four walls for the day, shall we? Oops, right here. <clears throat> so, let's get into this, shall we? Starbucks denies it banned in-store Pride decorations halfway into Pride Month. It's an interesting claim. And I don't believe them. Mainly because we have this uh, face, this Twitter page here full of these nice little out of shape, frumpy, F to T socialists who have their nice little unionized group. And they have a nice detailed list of complaints. I think it's pretty base to drop the pride thing. You know, I like that. But 
These workers got videos. They got screenshots. Now, why would Starbucks come out and be like, oh, we didn't get rid of these signs at all? Well, look what happened to Bud Light. Bud Light goes woke. Conservatives and independents and moderates and non-political type people turn their backs on it. They suddenly go, look, guys, we're sorry. We don't care about Dylan Mulvaney. And then the gay community said, well, we're done with you, too. And the gay community turned their back on Bud Light. Anheuser-Busch got kind of fucked by that. Now look at Target. Target got boycotted by regular Joe Schmoes because, let's face it, conservatives largely weren't shopping at Target anyway. When people say, oh, it's a conservative-led boycott of Target, I'm like, they didn't shop there to begin with. I don't know why you think the conservatives are boycotting fucking Twitter or uh, boycotting Target. Now, there is another side of that, though, right? Because Target said, we're going to remove a lot of these pride displays. Look, I know we said we were going to move the tuck swimsuits to the back of the store, but, you know, we're considering just pulling them all together. And then the gay community said, fuck you, we're done with you, Target. At least according to Target, they're getting bomb threats from conservatives and crazy liberals. I don't buy that, but Target says it, and that's in the fucking media. That's in the press. That's in the type of shit the Starbucks CEOs and boards are looking at. So the Starbucks board is thinking, well, shit, the videos are out there that we said take the pride things down. Now it's all over Twitter. What do we do? We know what's going on with Bud Light. We know what's going on with Target. Maybe if we just say we didn't do this, it will go away. But maybe you believe Starbucks really didn't do that. Maybe you believe Starbucks never actually gave the command. I didn't at first. Starbucks canceling Pride? I'm sorry, when I think of gay people and Democrats, Starbucks is like one of the first four things that comes to mind. Right up there with Soylent Green, children sniffing, and vote blue no matter who. Starbucks denies it banned in-store Pride decorations halfway into Pride Month by Sharon Fowler. June 13, 2023, and it was updated. Starbucks Workers Union... Starbucks Workers Union alleged the coffee chain banned in-store Pride decorations halfway through Pride Month. B-b-b-based. But Starbucks alleges that no such policy exists. It would be really fucking funny if a bunch of, like, disgruntled, co- like, Starbucks employees faked all this just to get us to, to hate Starbucks. But, like, we already hate Starbucks, so, I mean, I don't, you know, whatever. Coffee fucking sucks. Starbucks workers United tweeted on Tuesday, quote, In the middle of Pride Month, Starbucks bans Pride decorations in stores across the United States, accusing Starbucks of crumbling under pressure from anti-LGBTQ consumers that have been fired up in recent weeks. Again, I don't, I just, ah, really? Ah, the conservatives already weren't drinking your coffee. I, 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 uh, maybe some were, but all right. In the thread, in the thread ensued, the union, which represents more than 40,000 workers across 325-plus Starbucks outposts, dyslexia got me there, according to the website, uh, tweeted that workers confirmed the ban. We will go to their Twitter here in a minute. By the way, I'm going to aim to get banned by this Twitter account. It will be a mission for me. Quote, this seems to be the first year the publicly pro-LGBTQ plus company has taken this kind of stance. It added, look at that. Chick-fil-A goes gay, Starbucks goes based. My, my, how the turntables. However, Starbucks spokesperson Andrew Troll did not... Oh, I know this name. 
2021 is where I first heard your name. You're the spokesperson who came out crying about how, oh, it's so tragic that Starbucks can't get the milk we need. Only supplies are short. And then you're the spokesperson who came out and advertised that Starbucks would be paying for abortions and gender-affirming surgeries for their employees. I knew your name rang a bell as soon as I read that name. Leave a link to I'll leave a link to both these uh, from June 15, 2022. Starbucks says they'll pay for travel, gender affirming surgeries and abortions for employees. And from June 16, 2021, the title is just "Aw, poor Starbucks and his first world problems. <laughs> I didn't label this comedy. Some this this platform labeled it comedy. That's funny. Let's get back into it. If you want to know more again, link in the description below. However, Starbucks spokesperson Andrew Troll denied the reports to the Post on Wednesday, quote, We unwaveringly support the LGBTQIA2 plus community. Jesus Christ, where did the IA2 come from? That's new, is it? I don't know. I think it's very fitting that both the pride flag and the acronym are constantly undergoing identity crises, like nonstop. It's very fitting. Fits the community perfectly. He told the Post, quote, Troll continued, There have been no changes to any policy on this matter, and we continue to encourage our store leaders to celebrate with their communities, including the U.S. Pride Month in June. Quote, We're deeply concerned by false information that is being spread, especially as it relates to our inclusive stores, environments, our company culture, and the benefits we offer to our partners. In it together, we got you. You can't even get my fucking coffee right. You got me? You got me like that man from uh, from Scary Movie with his fucked up arm got me. Take my good arm. It's my good hand. Meanwhile, workers in Oklahoma were reportedly ordered to remove rainbow paraphernalia from multiple stores based. With leadership telling <clears throat> baristas, quote, it was a safety issue related to the recent attacks on Target. Again, I don't believe Target. I got an episode coming out today about this. I just don't believe Target. Look, what happens when they really do have credible death threats and bomb threats? They post the screenshots. They try to dox the person. These companies go all out when they actually have evidence. But when they're trying to garner sympathy and look good for the public or get that sympathy vote, it's just these so-called alleged threats that they can't give you a quote from. They can't give you an example of. They can't even post a, 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 a censored screenshot of. Meanwhile, when they actually do have the credible threats, they make sure they show you every bit of evidence they got. I, fuck you, Target. I don't buy it. I think Target's just terrified because we do have that internal memo from Target where they're like, we can do everything we can to prevent a Bud Light situation here. I feel that would include lying about bomb threats. But again, that's just my assumption based on everything I've read. There have been some updates on that, so we'll get into that later. Meanwhile, works in Oklahoma reportedly, quote, it was a safety issue related to the attacks on Target. Starbucks workers United spokesperson Casey Moore told the Daily Beast in absolute rag. Target, which has been on the receiving end of anti-pride attacks since it rela- released its... It's not an anti-pride attack. Stop it. It's a grooming attack. Because Target wanted to sell a swimsuit that encourages one specific gender, that gender being male. By the way, I don't care what ethnicity you are. 
the most targeted and psyoped group of people in this country is heterosexual males. Change my fucking mind if you think I'm wrong. However, these swimsuits are like hide your, hide your junk. Tuck it away. Don't let anyone see it. Be ashamed of your masculinity. Be ashamed of being a man. Be ashamed of who you are. Embrace this false identity. Embrace these pseudo fucking made up gender norms that rolled into town a week ago. Come on. Tuck it in the trunk, bud. No, fuck you. The issue isn't the pride. That's been my issue. But with the regulars and the normies and the people now running the boycott, that has nothing to do with it at all. It's solely because the Democrats did everything they could to turn parents into a voting base has nothing to do with pride, other than it's reached the point where parents and families can't ignore it anymore. I've never been able to ignore it. I've been bitching about pride on this show ever since 2018, basically. Now, how did it all go, right? Remember in the beginning, parades here? Oh, I don't go to those parades. I don't care. I don't need to, I, I don't need to pay attention. Whatever. I'm not gay. I don't do the pride parades. I don't care. So you didn't really pay attention to it. They didn't really care about it, right? The normies, whatever. They go to the store, they start seeing pride displays in the store, and they're like, ah, oh, whatever, don't know, don't care. As far as my kids are concerned, it's a bunch of fucking rainbows on a shirt. And then one day they go in, and there's a swimming suit targeting adolescent teens and younger males with tuck-friendly design. So you can hide your masculinity and embrace femininity. Then you have shirts that say Satan respects pronouns. And then you have shirts with naked people on them sold to kids in the clothing section. My man. It has nothing to do with pride. Parents were turned into a voting group. And as a voting group, they act normally with their kids' best interests at heart. Don't sit here and paint this as a, as a pride rejection. No, they're rejecting the grooming. Because society gave the pride community and all those bullshit people. They gave them an inch. And that whole Rainbow Road Battalion took a million fucking miles. Or how many ever kilometers is equal to a large kilometer. Again, we only use metric system for guns, ammunition, and drugs. America. Target, which has been on the receiving end of anti-pride attacks, bullshit. Uh, moving on. Which features clothing for infants and tuck-friendly swimwear for men. Women don't have anything to tuck, guys. So, tuck-friendly swimwear for men most recently received bomb threats for betraying the LGBTQ plus community. But you can't, you can't, you can't seem to pr provide the slightest bit of evidence for that. I remember two weeks ago, it was, uh, these crazy red baseball hat wearers and Trump supporters are threatening the store. And now it's not now it's the 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 the, the rainbow the the rainbow brigade. They're threatening you now. And in both situations you can't provide any evidence other than your fucking word, which is meaningless. Right. The Washington Post reported that Target stores in Oklahoma, New York, New Hampshire, <laughs> based Free State of New Hampshire project, good shit, Vermont, and Louisiana received threats, though no explosives were discovered. Yeah, wild how that seems to work. Now, could it be false bomb threats? Sure, but usually those people get arrested super quickly. So the fact that there's been no arrest made, 
no investigations really being had other than local authorities are investigated. No federal actions being taken for it. I just struggle to believe it. Seems a little weird. Weeks prior, the cheap chic retailer stripped its shelves of pride merchandise with executives citing worries about workers' safety. Uh-huh. Starbucks workers in Massachusetts, meanwhile, claim they were told, the quote, they didn't have any labor hours for to decorate for pride. Based. Fuck yeah. We don't have time to decorate. It's not Christmas time. We don't decorate here. Make coffee. Based. Stick to what you're supposed to be doing. Making coffee. I like it. Not taking political stances. Smart choice. In a move to seemingly avoid the same fate as Target, the Beast reported. But here's the thing. The Beast is known for publishing bullshit articles and lies. They're not factually trustworthy in the goddamn slightest. You might as well be reading The Onion. You'll get more facts somehow. And again, conservatives didn't shop at Target. So painting this as... or, or Conservatives don't shop at Target. And conservatives... 99% of them don't drink Starbucks. So just paint this as anything besides like a you've pissed off the regular everyday folks. You're only painted as a conservative boycott so you can elicit some sort of emotional response of, oh, right wing bad. When, no, this is exactly what happened in 2016. Regular, everyday, non-political, regular Americans started taking notice because of memes on the internet and all kinds of other things. Right? You think I'm suspicious, right? Elon Musk takes over Twitter where most of the dialogue happens, where a lot of the mainstream press hang out and, you know, fucking huff bullshit echo chamber narratives. Musk gets a hold of that, and now all of a sudden the memes and the conversations have the normies involved again, like we saw in 2016. Also, Gamergate and Pizzagate are back in the news with what happened with Instagram. Y'all said I was crazy when I said 2016 energy, energy was in the air, and here we are. You can leave a URL right in the comments below. I know you won't. And in Madison, Wisconsin, workers posted on Instagram about having to strip the coffee shop of pride decorations because they weren't welcoming for everyone. It's not. It's not welcoming. Because here's the thing, right? Anyone with a basic understanding of biology is not going to really humor the idea that you can change your sex. The whole trans whatever issue is a made-up issue. The regular people don't care about that. Regular people want to be left alone. Regular people want to just get their coffee, leave a tip, and piss off. But no. Progressively more and more. And then it also doesn't help that when Starbucks does try to do something that's not pride related, their employees throw a fucking bitch fit. Every year they do a Christmas cup, right? And every year, Starbucks' Christmas cup gets shit on by its own employees. Oh, it's red. It's too Christian. Ugh. Even if it's not, even they complained about a Starbucks cup that had Santa Claus on it. They said it was too Christian. There is nothing inherently Christian about Santa Claus other than the inspiration from Old Saint Nick. And that's about it. But you know, it is what it is. Starbucks has publicly marked or marketed a pro-LGBT plus agenda. And at least we know it's an agenda. Including a, uh, with an ad in India, featuring a trans actress, actor, that promotes inclusivity. How did that blow over? That could not have gone great. Oof. I will leave a link to that story in the description below. Moving on. 
A Starbucks outpost in Manhattan is seen with pro-LGBT pride, whatever, in the window decorations. The Seattle-based coffee chain has a historic has a historically been very public with its pro-alphabet mafia beliefs. The two-minute video shows a supportive mother and a weary father meeting their daughter, uh, played by a, a transgender man in India, at a Starbucks. The father has not seen his son since his name was Aprit before his transition. The father is visibly struggling with accepting his son when he gets up to order a coffee. The barista then announces the drink is ready for Aprita. Really? Real creative. Add an A to it. Makes it feminine, right? Real original. A more feminine spin on his son's pre-transition name and an indication that the father is working towards... Ex is it? I don't think so, because a Starbucks person called out the name, and then the son grabbed the coffee. I don't know what about that setup screams the dad is accepting. It's India, one of the most conservative countries on the planet. Good luck with that one. And also with that, look, I'm going to say this one last time. Trans people are not real. I'll let that sink in for a second. And here's why. To say someone is transgendered or transitioned would give some credence to this absolute falsehood that you can change your biological sex. You can't. You absolutely can't. If you're born a male, no amount of body mutilation will give you ovaries, a womb. You will not menstruate. You will bleed. But that's about it. You'll have to dilate, depending on how far you go down that hellish rabbit hole. You'll have to dilate yourself. Shove cold, lubricated metal tongs in your wound, which is what it is. That's why you have to use this tool. And forcefully dilate yourself, a.k.a. rip it open. But it's closing like that because it's a wound. Because it's not natural. Because it's not meant to be. Because it's man-made. It's a wound. And why do you have that wound? You're never going to reproduce with it. It's not going to look like a... It doesn't look like a vagina. It's not like... No, nothing about that is right. Nothing about that looks right. I don't need to describe it to you. If you want to know more, 4chan and Twitter can help you find out what I'm talking about. But ultimately, you're just going to be somebody fetish's fuck toy. That's it. That's all you're going to be. Someone's going to have a specific kink. So I Dylan Mulvaney struggles so hard to get a partner because the people who are into that have a specific kink, a specific fetish, a not overly popular one. It's kind of weird to normal people. I'm not saying this to other any of my audience that might be of this you know, proclivity. I'm just saying it's kind of the reality of the situation. Now look at it from the other side. A woman will never become a male. No amount of stapling your thigh meat to your crotch, no amount of chopping your tits off will ever change what you are. You will never have a prostate. You will never have functioning balls. You'll never have testicles. You'll never have sperm. You'll never get anybody pregnant. Your bone structure will be that of a woman. Your muscle structure will be that of a woman. Just because your hormones reshape your jaw slightly doesn't mean anything. The only reason why women who 
transition into men look anything close to the part, and the closest they get on a good day is looking like one of the two guys from 21 Pilots, which, hey, according to like half of them, that's a great thing. But it's because, and sorry, you can get mad at me or you can feel weird about this one. It's a fact. Women have the bone structure of prepubescent kids and boys. Uh, God, who the fuck was it? Was Blair White and who talking about this? Was it Jordan Peterson? No, it was a recent interview I was watching where they broke this down, actually. And they were explaining that when women start taking testosterone and all that, their bones can fill in and grow. And they can start to look more masculine. Whereas a man taking estrogen and all the sorts of fucked up chemicals. By the way, isn't it bullshit? I like to work out, but I can't get testosterone. Unless I want to chop my balls off. That's bullshit. That's fucking bullshit. Go to Mexico. Don't do that. I was going to say something about going to Mexico and buying certain items. I had to catch myself. Don't do that. It's bad. Don't go to Mexico and buy drugs that our government for no reason fucking hides from you. You can get ivermectin in, in Mexico. Anyway... The two-minute video shows a support of, already read that, the father, already read all that, acceptance, complying. But yeah, TLDR, if you're born a woman, you die a woman. If you're born a man, you die a man. And no amount of mutilation and manufacturing yourself will change that. And here's the real kicker. If you really were a man, or if you really were a woman, why didn't man have to reshape your body? Hmm. If it was really who you were, why did you have to pay for a surgery? Now let's look, scroll down here. Let's see what's going on down here. Frank Wise. Why is why is employees pushing ideology on customers a top priority for these companies? Uh, it has to do with Joe Biden signing an executive order uh, in the beginning of his presidency, forcing companies by 2023 and 2024 to all be on ESG if they're of a certain income level. And Starbucks, Walmart, a lot of these companies are of that income bracket. Tommy A, pride gets a month while our veterans get a day. It's sad. It's a sad time for our country. Yeah, that note, facts. Not only that, we're sending many billions of dollars to Ukraine while veterans sleep under overpasses. Anthony Especieto says, May is Military Appreciation Month all month long. For those in and out of service, if you did support the military, you would know this. Again, you're right. It does exist, but the point more or less is it doesn't get promoted. It doesn't get pushed. No one is advertising it. No one is talking about it. So, buddy, you can sit on your high horse all you want, but best be careful before I come up and kick that high horse out from fucking under you. Stickman says, yes, and the media reminds us of it every single day. Not! Thank you, Stickman, for your based observation. Peter Jacobson says, and August is National Shooting Sports Month. Think any news outlets, including the New York Post, are going to cover that? Oh, fuck no. The New York Post is one of my favorite outlets. No, no, they fucking won't. It's really sad. That's what it's come down to. New York Post is going to cover that? Think Biden is going to invite any gun owners to the White House? Stickman says, June 2nd is National Donut Day. As far as I'm concerned, that's when pride ends. Oh, that's actually a pretty good thread. Uh, is there a motion to cancel June? Uh, June is Diary Month, and has been since 1939. But do any, 
But do you see any, yep, that includes Fox and Newsmax doing any stories on June Diary Month? I'm watching. I'm not, is that a real thing? Also, my dyslexia acted up again. It's a dairy. Right? That's what... That's what this is saying. Right? Dairy month. I don't know why I said diary. Dyslexia gets me occasionally. But is June is dairy month? That's actually great. Milk's one of my favorite things to drink. That being said, uh, let's move on over here to the Wokies page. So we're going to go down here and just watch a couple of videos. Okay. So let's see. June 8th. Strongville, Ohio. More like Union Strong. Okay, yeah, I'm not wasting my time reading that, homie. Sorry. Uh, star, but a little info on everything that's happening with our no merit Instagram ban. I don't care. I'm only here for this. The partners at Midway and Beltline. Uh, give me one sec. Be gay and organize. Right. All right. Let's see. Corporate, okay, right here. Starbucks corporate is denying any change to their policies on pride this year. But if that were true, why are there countless stories where workers are claiming the opposite? Here's some of what has been sent to us. All right, now let's look at this image real quick, shall we? I think I think Star I think Starbucks is covering its ass by saying we didn't change our policies. No, I'm pretty sure you did. But at the same time. Do any of us think it's impossible that a union could have organized, like, a mass bullshit type thing like this? I could see them doing that. But, I, again, I don't lean towards that being the likely outcome. Quote, let's just look at a couple of these. From June 4th, yep, a local opened up a couple of years ago, and from the first day it opened, they had pride flags up. I asked why they got rid of the pride flags, and the barista said Starbucks told them to remove them. Based. Uh, I noticed a lot of dates and times are removed from some of these. Yep, they made us take them all down last year and didn't let us put up a single thing this year. Good. My current store had pride flags up for years and then district manager made us take them down about two months ago. My last store never let us put up pride, fla put up pride flags based, except for by the community board, which... Uh, was it down a hallway by the restroom? So most people never saw it. Pride flags by the bathrooms, right where they belong. Now we're gonna watch some videos before we wrap this up. What are we looking at here? Well, those are our pride flags. Um, we have had them up every year for, I don't know, as long as I worked here. This is the first year that no one had them up, and we're just sitting in So why are those in this bucket right here instead of hanging up during Pride Month in a Starbucks? Guys, let's just take a second to soak in that image of this absolute sad, wokey fucking barista with her stupid little fucking, you know, commie barista, kista-type bitch shirt. And next to her, and her nasty little Jesus slippers, is a trash can filled with fucking pride flags. It's a beautiful image. Um, well, Starbucks says that it's unsafe. We don't have a ladder to be able to hang them up properly. So we're just not going to hang them up this year. And so Starbucks has had these hanging up in the lobby before this year, correct? Yeah, every year. 
for as long as I've worked here, which it's... is five or six years. All right, hold on, you whiny bitch. Let me correct you real quick. So, according to you, the story is they don't currently have a ladder to hang them up, so it's not safe to hang them up right now. See, that's not the same as anything we've read up to this point, unfortunately, for you. Because that actually makes sense with insurance and everything and how... Look at her fucking dead, dopey eyes. Anyway. And with how Sue happy my brain-dead generation I unfortunately share with this goofy woman. Uh, yeah. They probably don't want you falling on your fat ass and suing them. That's really crazy. Thank you. Give me one second so I can enlarge this image. How is Starbucks so-called pro-GBTQ community celebrating Pride Month this year? Round of applause, guys. By taking down Pride flags across the U.S. Based. So based. Dangerously based. Love it. Let's keep going. Last time we checked, Starbucks was being protected, uh, prosecuted for violating labor laws in over 2,000... I hate unions. And while we're going to just tell you why. Buddy, you know what the union is? Do you know what union workers are? They're the type of people who go in somebody's house, look around, say, I hate your decoration. So me and my friends are going to come in here and rearrange it for you. And it's like, no, this is my house. If you don't like it, leave. Find another house. But instead of, you know, moving on and find another house, they just forcefully rearrange your house while you just sit there and watch. I hate unions. They take advantage of their fucking members. If you don't vote the way they want you to, they treat you like absolute shit. They steal your dues, and you already have a government that fucking steals your money. You don't need a fucking another group of, you know, unnamed fucks stealing your shit from you. And they barely ever actually represent anyone. Ever. Most unions are so fucking crooked and ass backers. Now, mind you, I'm coming from, like, the Detroit area. So, you know, the unions here are historically a little bit more on the corrupt side. So, no, fuck unions. If you don't like the place you work, leave. Find a different job. There's no need to ruin the workplace for non-union workers who are happily working. I hate the union workers I deal with at other jobs I have. I fucking hate their asses. I work twice as hard as they fucking do. And I get my pay. My well-earned pay. These motherfuckers get the same pay as me, and they do half the fucking work, all because they're in the same little fucking boys club. Fuck that. Lazy fucks. Now let's continue on. That's the whole thing right here. Our official statement to Starbucks refusing to let workers put up pride decorations in dozen stores. Now let's read this professional grievance letter. For immediate release, June 13th, 2023. <sighs> At Starbucks Media, at workersunited.org, workers speak out. Starbucks prevents workers from putting up, degener I mean, pride decorations in dozens of stores across the country. Dozens of stores. That's interesting. Because you said 200 and something earlier. Now it's dozens? See what I mean? I can see this going either way. I lean toward Starbucks actually having this policy put in. Just because it kind of cinematically goes with everything. But I do see where people are coming from when they say, I don't buy this story. I think the unions are, I think the union members are organizing bullshit on Twitter. I can see where you're coming from. They don't keep their stories straight. I understand that. But again, something tells me Starbucks actually did this kind of base shit for a change. Workers speak out. Starbucks prevents workers. Moving on. Philadelphia, PA. 
in stores across the country, Starbucks has refused to let workers uh, decorate for Pride and is also taking down Pride flags. This is contrary to previous years when workers were allowed and even encouraged to put up Pride decorations without incident. Again, you attack the company whenever they do a, a holiday like, like a Christmas-themed cup. It's about time you got yours. Moving on. In stores across the country, blah, 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 blah. despite Starbucks claiming that it has no po- public policy, workers across the country were speaking out and proving otherwise. This is a clear continuation of Starbucks's anti-union campaign to intimidate workers and make them feel unwelcome in their own... No, sorry. That is you assigning personal views and that has nothing to do with you. Starbucks, at the end of the day, is a fucking company. Your little friendships at work are fucking meaningless. They mean nothing here. They are worthless. They only mean something to you because you are driven by emotions and you are frail and fucking weak progeny. Now, Starbucks is a company. They are financially incentivized. This has nothing to do about not making you feel welcome or making you not feel whatever the fuck. You will be treated the exact same way as you were before and after Pride Month every other every year you've worked. That's it. But because you're losing this little extra fun fucking Fruit Loop Month, you're all butthurt about it. Meanwhile, Starbucks employees every year during December throw a big bitch fit about Starbucks catering to Christians, which they have never fucking done. They put little wreaths or something on a cup and they throw a fucking hissy fit. Well, where's the Star David cup? Is another complaint you get all the time. It's like, well, no one fucking wants that. Moving on. Despite Starbucks claim that there is no public policy, blah, 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 blah. Workers have documented dozens of instances of this happening across the country for reference. TikTok workers shared a viral video where managers actively took down pride decorations on Twitter. The State Street Star, uh, Starbucks in Madison, Wisconsin store documented Starbucks making them take down their pride decorations. This video features workers from Atlanta, Georgia, working out, uh, speaking out about her experience being allowed to put uh, to put up pride decorations. In Columbus, Ohio, workers caught on camera a customer returning a Starbucks drink after seeing the district manager had taken down pride flags. Uh-huh. Yeah, because you totally couldn't stage that one, bucko. Here is a Starbucks manager notes that this is a regional decision made to create consistency from store to store. Duh. Though I will say every Starbucks has pride flags, so that's not exactly a great answer either. It makes more sense than everything else written, but still kind of a weird one when you consider all speedways to the pride shit, or Starbucks do the pride shit. Moving on. In these text messages, a manager in a mid-Atlantic region tells workers not to buy pride decorations because of leadership team is, quote, moving onward uniformly in store to create a consistent experience in stores. Across Reddit, uh, of course it's Reddit, Starbucks workers are discussing instances where pride flags have been taken down. Starbucks workers have stated, have started a petition on co-workers demanding that Starbucks allow pride decorations in stores, which has gained over 2,500 signatures so far. For being given a number of difficult reasons for the change. Look, Starbucks, continue down this road, don't apologize, don't back down, 
continue what you're doing with taking all the pride flags down, and then you're gonna see this fucking absolutely useless employee base leave. And you'll have one of two options, and I'm fine with both options. Either you end up with people who actually wanna work and make good coffee, unlikely, or you go the way of Bud Light and you see your ranking and the positions and everything just sink on the stock market. And like I said, I'm fine either way. I make my own coffee. And when I don't make my own coffee, you know, I, I have a coffee pot here. Chock full of nuts. Kroger's. Bold blend. You know, pretty straightforward stuff. Uh, workers and no reason. In Massachusetts, some workers were told that they couldn't put up pride decorations due to it not, not being enough ladder uh, labor hours to schedule partners to decorate. In Oklahoma, workers were told it was safe. It was a safety reason because of attacks that happened at Target stores. And again, what? No bombs were ever found. There were no attacks at a Target store. This hasn't happened. But okay, uh, workers are told it was a safety reason because of the attacks that happened at Target stores, and that it was a safety concern f to block windows with flags. In Georgia, workers were told. That it was a safety reason to have workers on ladders and that workers can't uh, decorate for pride because it deviates from, quote, siren core pattern. Is that what they call it? Siren core? That's worse than Fantano core. I still can't believe he called this shit that. God, Anthony Fantano's cringe. Me too, though. In Maryland, workers were told... Uh, that some didn't feel represented by the umbrella of pride, and stores need to maintain consistency regarding pride decorations. Starbucks claims to be truly an ally, but they refuse to stand up for workers. Here we go with the sofa shit. During a time when LGBTQIA people are under attack, how so? True allyship with LGBT... Ugh, you get it. Community is uh, negotiating a union contract with 320 plus stores. Really? How? What specifically about being a Fruit Loop makes you more worthy of a pride negotiation? Wouldn't it just be an employee alone, regardless of what their orientation is, could do this? I find it interesting that you think, well, we like our own sex, so we get better treatment. Which... Unfortunately, seems to be the case in this country, but homie, no. Go fuck yourself. What? Lol. No. More from workers. Quote, when corporate ordered our pride flags to be ripped down, this shit ripped down. Oh boy. Sure, bud. Starbucks showed their true colors. And they were shining through. Uh, partners felt unsafe. They felt attacked. And they felt like the company was taking a page out. Ah, Right out the right wing's reactionary playbook. Fuck off, cunt. Again, it's a financially motivated company. It has absolutely fuck all to do with who you stick your dick in. Or who licks your snatch. Zero. It's all about making money. Ugh, you know what? I'm actually tapping out of this. If you want to read the rest of this brain dead fucking letter, it will be in the description below. And I said, my mission is to get banned by these assholes. That being said, I'm going to wrap this up here. This has gone on way longer than it needed to be. I've been your host, James Madison, and I shall talk to you guys later. Deuce.
have to play dirty. So I would say, why don't you try for once to just let us, the American people, make a decision for who we want to represent us. You don't get to decide that. Put your big boy pants on, Rachel. You can put on Donald Trump. You can't be doing any better, honey. And let's roll. Let's roll into 24. That's what I would say. Just it's not our problem. You don't have a, a good uh, opponent. That's not my problem. You know, I mean, he's ready to go. He'll, he'll talk to anybody. But they have no option other than silence at this point because they have no one with a voice that anyone cares about. So yeah. it's what it is. There's that hop of fire for you, Benny. <laughs> <laughs> the flamethrower. Yeah, Rachel Maddow. You okay, hon? You okay? You, you, you doing all right? You, you, see, you, see, you seem like you need a vacation. Do you need a yeah. little melatonin to go to bed tonight? A little, like, <laughs> you know, yeah, no. Yeah, you need, you need melatonin shoved in that inside of the olive <laughs> in your in your double vodka. Yeah, martini. Yeah, warm. Serve it to me warm and up. So... Was it everything you hoped for? I, I asked this the last time this happened. Because I'm as equally not shocked by the results of it. I mean, the only thing that was really a difference between the last case and this case, they both were nothing cases. Built upon false evidence. Even with the participants within the case themselves saying their own arguments are bullshit. Everything smelled like the Alvin Bragg's case all over again, and I said as much. And now here we are all over trump's back home in florida the first ever president to be federally indicted that's it pled not guilty hour and a half in court back home in time for dinner and a live speech where by the way just at that dinner alone he raised two million dollars now we don't know how much money he's raised overall from this now we do know by the end of the last indictment just when he by the time he walked out of the court he had like 17.8 million dollars in donations we know for sure he got $2 million in an, during a hour-long dinner. I wonder, and I'll get into that, I wonder how much money he raised overall, because I'm sure he's still counting it. And when he's done, he's going to do what he did last time, where he announces the grand total, and then every fact-checker site comes out, raging and seething, and they go, wow, this can't be true, and then they audit, do what they can, and they're like, fact-check false, Donald Trump... Did Donald Trump raise $17.8 million after indictment on a Friday night? Well, it is true he raised this kind of money. It wasn't on a Friday night. It was over the course of four days. It's like, okay, bud. So fact check, true. You had to add a little, you know how it goes. Breaking from yesterday. We'll get into the updated article after this. Trump pleads not guilty to all 37 counts brought by Biden's DOJ. Biden's DOJ arraigned Trump on 37 charges in Miami courthouse. Ah, boys, what happened? I thought we had him, right? Grr, he can't keep getting away with this. We're just, I'm just going to start replacing the Sam Hyde meme with Trump, saying he can't keep getting away with this. 2024 GOP frontrunner Donald Trump pled not guilty to all 37 federal charges brought against him by Biden's DOJ. <laughs> Angling... Uh, alleging mishandling of classified documents. I'm just really tickled pink by all this. Because I just keep thinking the one sound clip in my fucking head from 2016. The DNC, with Hillary Clinton there, came out and said, We're going to make sure Donald Trump is not a historically significant president. That has been playing for free on loop in my head since he took and left office. 
Yeah, you really fucking nailed it. In August, the DOG, DOJ employed the FBI to seize 11 boxes of documents from Trump's Mar-a-Lago home and then claimed that Trump was impeding their investigation. The DOJ did not permit Trump's attorney to be present during the search and seizure. Trump was arraigned on 37 charges on Tuesday afternoon, which includes 31 counts of willful retention of national defense information. Okay, Joe Biden had documents from when he was a senator and a congressman and just a private citizen that revolved around Cold War Russian strategies and so much more. 37 charges on Tuesday afternoon. Uh, Mar-a-Lago home claimed that Trump impeded the investigation. The DOJ did not permit Trump's attorney uh, to be during the search and seizure. Trump was arraigned on the 37 charges on Tuesday afternoon, which includes 31 counts of willful... You know what? Let me just... Uh... Let's see. Trump was arraigned on 37 charges on Tuesday afternoon which includes 31 counts of willful retention of national defense information and one count of conspiracy to obstruct justice, one count of withholding the, a document or record, one count of corrupt, really corruptly concealing a document of record, one count of concealing documents in a federal investigation, and one count of scheme to conceal, and one count of false statements and representations. Now, mind you... All of these charges they brought together and he was found guilty in all of them somehow. He would be facing upwards of over 200 years in prison. Now he's 76 years old. Just a 20 year prison sentence. Just a 10 year prison sentence could be a fucking life sentence. You know what I mean? And that's what they want to do. And something to keep in mind. Something I'm getting a little ahead of myself here. It could be a year before we hear anything else about these charges. Wow. Gee, I wonder what happens in a year before we start hearing about these charges again. Could it be an election underway or, I don't know. Let's see, Trump gets back into office. Is this gonna be the next thing? Well, he stole documents. We have to do a three and a half year, multi-billion dollar tax funded investigation of these documents, even though he's reelected. Some horse shit. After the Russia hoax, I put nothing past these assholes. Moving on. Investigation, scheme to conceal, ahead. <coughs> of his arraignment, Trump spoke out onto his social calling special counsel Jack Smith a corrupt thug, adding in another post that there are two tier that is a two-tiered system of justice in the US. Quote Will Derange Jack Smith be looking at thousands of pages of documents that Biden had in Chinatown then? Hmm? Chinatown DC, by the way. Which I've been to. Smells a little weird, but some of the best Chinese food you could get. I was like the only one who went to Chinatown during COVID. <laughs> Somewhere on my rumble, I went to a went to a little ramen shop and got some food. Pretty good, actually reasonably priced. Probably the only place you find reasonably priced food in Maine, D.C. But continuing on, Biden had Chinatown then. When caught, quickly set up to Boston. <laughs> he went up to Boston. He didn't have them, uh, so he wasn't shipping up to Boston. What about the 1,850 boxes that Biden is fighting to keep secret? Trump questioned, but questioned on True Social. How about Hillary's 33,000 emails that she deleted and acid-washed? True story. What happened? And also, just a correction here to a lot of people who are like, a lot of people are, are leaving comments on Trump's post saying, she bleached her computers. She didn't bleach her computers. She used a thing called BleachBit. BleachBit is a software deletion system. And just like all software deletion systems and hard drive wiping systems, it doesn't fully do it. There is a backup of it, like deep in the heart of your computer's hard drive. There is like the skeletal remains of what's deleted. But let's just continue on. The indictment which resulted from a months-long investigation by Smith alleges 
that Trump took documents that he was not authorized to retain when he left office, taking them to Mar-a-Lago and storing them in locations that were not authorized. Again, they're declassified documents that he fully owned and declassified. I have yet to see anything in these documents or anyone that actually can report on there being anything dubious in these fucking documents. When they seized Mar-a-Lago, they took, they took Time magazines, collection, presidential letters. Presidents are allowed to take their letters when they leave. Even the FBI said, we took all the boxes marked classified. And that was the most compelling thing they had going for them. These boxes said classified, but just because they say classified doesn't mean they weren't declassified. And uh, look, again, with a whole other, we got them, guys. I'm really not seeing any grounds to think I'm wrong here. So yeah, congratulations. You raided an innocent American's home, took all their shit. And, I, and I've said this before. I guarantee you there is something in Trump's skeleton. Like, there's some skeleton in Trump's closet. We just haven't found it. And now with everything that's going on, everything they've thrown at him, when we do finally find it, if it's short of a fucking murder, it's not going to be surprising. My long speculated he's got some mafia ties because, let's face it, a New York developer, <clears throat> late 60s through the early 80s in New York, right? Like, or sorry, like early 70s through the late 80s, like New York's biggest real estate mogul building buildings everywhere. Like, that's just, you can't do that kind of construction back in New York without some sort of mafia approve. All the unions in, in New York at the time were ran by the mob. Most of them still are. You know, so it's just like, I, I'm sure there's some mafia-related connections in his closet, just no one's looked, no one's found it, and at this point, no one would care about it, I don't think. The indictment results from month-long investigation by Smith, alleges uh, are not authorized. According to The Hill, Trump was accompanied by attorneys Todd Blanche and Christopher Chris. Hey, where's Tapakino? In the court, Blanche is representing Trump in the New York case related to the alleged payouts made to porn star Stormy Daniels that even Stormy Daniels says never happened. The payouts happened, yeah, but it was Trump, like Trump's attorney Cohen paid Stormy Daniels just to tell her to go away, and then when Trump found out about it, Trump fired him. And then Cohen turned on him and said, you know what, I'll help with this Russian hoax stuff. And then Stormy Daniels herself has said on dozens of separate occasions that she never slept with Donald Trump, and that her and her attorney spent two years pre-2006 working on a nuisance lawsuit to just try and get some money out of him. Then, she had to pay Trump money back then, she had to pay Trump money in 2013, and then she had to pay Trump money in 2016, and then this year, leaving New York, she had to pay him an extra 22,000 fucking dollars. Actually, let me double check that number. Ooh, I love it when it's a CNN one, don't you? The ninth, the ninth U.S. Circuit Court of Appeals sided with the former president in his effort to recoup additional legal fees from adult film star Stormy Daniels, who had filed and lost a defamation suit against him. Daniels was ordered to pay Trump's attorneys just over $120,000 in legal fees. If you look, that's from April. That's the first indictment. She keeps, every time Stormy Daniels takes Trump to court over this case, she ends up having to owe him money. You wanna know why? Because it's a nuisance lawsuit that has a long-standing history of being thrown out. Especially when there's countless interviews with her where she's like, ha ha ha, it's just a nuisance lawsuit. I never slept with Trump, I just want his money. And her attorney's sitting next to her going, fuck, fuck. Yeah, yeah, she's telling the truth, we cooked it up. I've deep-dived the story before. If you want, I'll just leave a link to this one article. I am not turning off my ad block to give you money, NBC, or CNBC, go fuck yourself. But that article will be in the description below if you guys want to go read it. It's a mid-publicity tour, Stormy Daniels denies having sex with Trump on multiple occasions. 
So, let's just continue on, shall we? Blanche entered Trump's not guilty. Let's see. Uh, ba, ba, ba. Kristen Knight. Blanche is representing Trump's in the New York related to the payout made to porn star Stormy Daniels, which is bunk. And Kais previously represented Trump in the Mar-a-Lago probe. Blanche entered Trump's not guilty plea on behalf on his behalf. I'm so curious, where is Joe Tapakina? U.S. Magistrate Judge Jonathan Goodman issues no conditions for release, as well as no bond or travel restrictions. Sounds like they really fucking got him, guys. Breaking from Election Wizard. Former President Donald Trump, through his attorney, pleads not guilty. No further conditions imposed, no travel restrictions, and no cash bond imposed. But tell, say with me, guys. We got him. Right. All you got is Trump a rent-free residence in your own fucking heads. Now let's hop over here to the newest article. Trump raised two million dollars. Trump raised two million dollars after arraignment. The fundraiser hall came at a fundraiser in Bedminster, New Jersey, just at one dinner. At one dinner. How much do you think he poured in nationwide? Trump even has foreign donors. So I just wonder, I wonder how much fucking money has Trump raked in from this? Because he had the numbers for the last time. Fuck you money is what he got for that. Now, what the fuck do you think he got for this one? Two million dollars in just a couple hours of a dinner with him? Damn, dog. Go ahead, keep indicting him. It seems to be working just fucking fine. Meredith McGraw published this article today. It was updated at 11.24 a.m. Former President Donald Trump raised about $2 million at his first major fundraiser of his campaign only hours after his arraignment in Miami. The campaign uh, raised... Oh, what do you mean? So wait, up here he goes, raised about $2 million. That would imply a little under. What you should have said is raised over, considering the campaign raised $2.4 million during a candlelight dinner with top donors and campaign bundlers. According to a person familiar with the campaign, Trump gave brief remarks to his supporters and was seated at the table with donors and support that included Senator Tommy Turnerville. Really? A Republican from Alabama, according to attendance. A, a brief speech, you say. All right, folks. Look, this has been recorded here for like four hours and for some reason still not published on BitChute. I don't know what the deal is, but I do have the entire speech fully uploaded. Let me do a little refresh here. Is that back up yet? No, it's still not. What the fuck? Yeah, I don't know. I uploaded this earlier. It's just been sitting here processing for like four hours. So, sorry, guys. That's up. It's there. It's just not available there. So, I guess you can go on Rumble and watch it. But I know how you bitch shooters don't like engaging with Rumble. I feel like a bitch shoot is what would happen if 4chan launched his own like streaming service. And Rumble is like the... Uh, <laughs> Almost the Reddit uh, opposite of that. The campaign raised $2.4 million, kind of like dinner, according to an audience or attendees. While Trump's campaign had mostly relied on small donor, grassroots donors, and fundraisers, which had a goal of raising $2 million, demonstrates how Trump is still has still been able to rely on deep-pocketed supporters to fill his campaign coffers, even amid legal troubles. The camp seethe, bitch. The campaign has not yet released information on how much money Trump raised in the aftermath of his indictment. Oh my god, I'm fucking giddy. Uh, aftermath of his indictment, but it planned to make those numbers public 
following attention for uh, for his arraignment and a wave of fundraising pleas from his campaign. What's this? A little video? A little vid vid Does it play? Does it work? We love Trump! We love Trump! Hey, thanks for Trump. I think I have the sunglasses familiar. I think I've met him. Look at the stereotypes. Look at the stereotypes. You know that man. That man travels from New York for this. Hey, look at the fucking stereotypes. Hey, hey whoa, look at the Meshuggah over here. Look at his cocked septum ring, his Meshuggah head. Jesus Christ, oy vey. Look at this motherfucker. Coming down here on Park Avenue, looking like a homeless crack. If I asked me for a Newport and a gas station parking lot, what the fuck? I got a lot of family in New York. I've been yelled at them by a few times. Jesus Christ, they do look like the part, don't they? Oh, yes, this motherfucker. Okay, I do know him. Uh, I swear to God, if you go watch my day in DC footage, he's the crazy Uncle Sam who I interviewed there. Uh, he was like the anti-Trump, anti-vaccine guy. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. I love seeing familiar faces with people I've interviewed. Still is it unwashed? Absolutely ludicrous. Yeah, they're made up. There's been precedent set in this case already. This is a political persecution of our duly elected president. This is ridiculous. Yeah, not wrong. Trump had spent Tuesday at the courthouse in Miami. Oh, silence. I spent, uh, has spent Tuesday at the courthouse in Miami. He pled not guilty to federal criminal charges that are ow, squirreled away classif uh, classified military secrets at his club in Palm Beach and stood in the way of efforts by the government to retrieve sensitive documents. Trump faces 37 felony charges, 31 counts of willful retention of national secret records, 6 counts for allegedly obstructing the federal court to recover those documents, after his arraignment, Trump returned with his team of advisors and lawyers to his golf club in Bedminster, New Jersey, where he addressed the crowd of supporters, some of whom flew halfway across the country at moment's notice to give Trump a boost. Seethe, Politico. Fucking seethe. I love it. Donors for, Trump fund for Trump's fundraiser, who paid at least $1,000 to be there, were Whoa! Ushered inside the club. Sorry. After the remarks for the rest for the remarks for the rest of the program earlier, Rick Grinnell, Trump's former uh, acting director of national intelligence, addressed the crowd indoors. Kimberly Gulfoil, the fiance uh, fiance of Donald Trump Jr. and ex wife of Gavin Newsom, by the way, was also at the event and spoke to Don't. Now, by the way, I don't know how true the story is, so it could just consider it not true, but. Yeah, Don Jr.'s fiance is actually Gavin Newsom's ex-wife. And supposedly, during a Trump rally held in California a long time ago, I don't know the validity of this, and I don't want to look it up in case, in case it's not true. It would take away so much fun for me. Cue the people in the comments below telling me I'm making this up. Anyway, supposedly, uh, her and Don Jr. met up while she was still married to Gavin Newsom and like had an affair behind New Newsom's back. And then she just filed for divorce shortly afterwards and went and got engaged to Don Jr. Ouch, buddy. Ouch. That's like if uh, Jada Pinkett Smith hooked up with August, left Will to marry August like a week later. It's great. So great.
Fucking keck. Fucking keck. Red pillin' the red pillin' the opposition's wives. <laughs> yeah, Don Jr.'s on some Conan shit. Type of shit Don Jr. be on when it comes to uh, his uh, like his uh, liberal opposition's women. They pass the mic. Crush your enemies. See them driven before you. And they hear the lamentation of the women. That is good. That is good. <laughs> Conan is such a great fucking movie. And you know what? Before I end this, I want to say something. Red Sonia is also a good movie. But if you guys want to know more about what's going on behind the scenes here, if you want to know more about like the Hunter Biden and Joe Biden classified documents he took when Joe Biden was like a, a senator and shit, like classified documents that Biden stole, I will leave a link to my episodes about that in the description below. New batch of stolen documents and Hunter Biden lived in Delaware home where classified documents were kept. And there's a lot of reason to suspect that Hunter Biden was selling these documents to CCP and Ukrainian politicians. Then right here, second batch of stolen documents found about UK, Iran, and Ukraine in a different location. And this is uh, Joe Biden had more stolen documents, and this revolves around the UPenn Center for Diplomacy, where Biden and the CCP had open access to these documents. And as well as 4chan versus Hunter Biden and what comes and what has come out about Joe Biden and Hunter Biden's relationship. More classified documents, this time discovered by the guys over at 4chan through Hunter Biden's hacked iPhone. That being said, I've been your host, James Madison. All of these will be in the description below. And the next episode will be about how kids across America are telling groomers to go fuck themselves. I've been your host, James Madison. This has been Inside Four Walls. And I will... <laughs>
If you go to Target, seriously, if you go to Target and go where the tampons and pads are, they have, they just look like a little box, but if you open up, the, there's like a Velcro front to the box, you open it up, and then bam, sex toy. And uh, you'll see them. CBS, yes, CBS has them too, a lot of them. And so that's why when you look at the, the toys, a lot of them look like this. And the reason because is for finding that spot. Those videos at the beginning get your blood boiling? Because you're about to get some great schadenfreude. Students across America are rejecting pride, and teachers are losing their fucking minds about it. Go on Twitter right now, and you're going to find a lot of teachers crying in their living rooms, in their fucking classrooms. I can't believe my students are laughing at me. I came in here waiting until though they called me a faggot, and I can't... Good. Fuck you. I've been saying for a long time, guys, the younger generation is not as lost as you think it is. They are getting more and more conservative by the day. And I have so many comments, bitch, shoot, rumble, Spotify, SoundCloud, wherever you wanted to be, where people are like, you're wrong, James. I took a whole bottle of black pills this morning. You're wrong. And it's like, no, I'm not. That's the problem. You're over D on black pills, dumbass. And let's take some white pills together, shall we? Breaking, children stomp on pride flags as Christian and Muslim parents protest LGBTQ indoctrination in Ottawa schools. But let's go to a more stateside. Bam, my pronouns are USA. Massachusetts Middle School tries to make children wear rainbow clothing for pride. Students revolt, wear red, white, and blue. And then right here. 
California high school teacher allegedly threatens punishment after students protest pride video in math class. Folks, the pushback is here. I implore you, take your bottle of black pills and shove them up your ass. This is why I've been protesting against the black pill for years. It's a, it's a fed up. The black pill's a giant psyop to make you lose all hope. So I'm here, this show's Ben here giving you guys white pills, and we don't stop anytime soon. Children stomp on pride flag as Christian and Muslim parents protest LGBTQ plus indoctrination in Ottawa schools. Leave our kids alone. Reminds me, come back later on for an Activision boycott episode. Article by Beth Rashash. Yeah, Chris Tyson crying about all this shit. Fuck off. On Friday, hundreds of concerned parents and children and allies gather in Ottawa to take part in the education over indoctrination protest against LGBT bullshit content in schools. During the protest, kids from Muslim families fed up with gender indoctrination in their classrooms stomped on pride flags, garnering cheers from the crowd. Yeah. Pedophiles, you're all 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 pedophiles. Look, they even got a they even got a, a pedo fag tifa flag. Look at that. And I talked about this before, well, like when I was in DC, you know what I saw? I saw a student of the, uh, what's his name? Oh God, the Muslim, like big old, big dude, like, like the Pope, um... Oh, what's his name? Prophet, uh, uh, Prophet Elijah. Him and uh, him and like two of his students. You know, big Muslim, anti-Jewish type of people, as well as the leaders of the Jewish American whatever the fuck synagogue, all came together on the stage in Washington D.C. and hugged each other. You had Christians, Muslims, Jews, atheists, doctors, uh, high school teachers. You had all these people gather in D.C. Uh, right here. I'll leave a link to these in the description below. But I saw people who forever, their religious views or their views on the world, have made them as separate as they could possibly be. Now, coming together to reject indoctrination and government oversep. And that's exactly what you're seeing in this video as well. People are coming together and looking at the system saying, you are the problem. This is what I've been saying for a long time. The system is not racist. The system hates people. It just uses racism to keep us choking each other so we don't turn around, look at the actual threat, which is the federal government and whatever large government your country may have. Because let's face it, your government is your enemy. Right? And they're coming together against this. The people are no longer divided. The divide and conquer tactics are wearing out. This is a moment of absolute celebration. Because this is, like I said before, this will be the year that the pride movement begins to die. I said that before June. I said that during all the boycotts. And the boycotts have continued. We're almost, what, halfway into June now? Yeah, just about halfway through June. And what companies are losing 
billions of dollars constantly. Well, companies are shutting down. They're losing customers. School boards are getting absolutely hound and protested and boycotted. It's great. This is a moment for all of us to just really soak it in because we are winning. They weaponize the parents and turn them into a voting base, and this is what happens. When it comes to their children, parents will vote for whatever side offers the most protection. And so, you know, as the conservative party has been sitting here screaming, hey guys, or well, I guess you say the right, the conservatives, anyway, the right has been screaming, hey, this is indoctrination, they're trying to get to your kids, they're trying to groom your kids, There's, this is not safe. But, you know, they were called racist for saying that, they are called bigoted for saying that, but all that shit has faded. All that, all the, the attacks that they have thrown at parents, at students, at politicians, at anyone who spoke out against the woke mind virus have all worn out completely. And now parents are weaponized. Parents are active. And parents are getting ready to vote Republican this November. Well, next November, not this November. Next November. Well, November 2024. I love this. I love that so much. People from all walks of life coming together and taking a stand. This is what we need. Christians and Muslim parents join force on streets of Ottawa to fight against gender ideology. Kids stomp on pride flag. Chants, leave our kids alone. Actually, wait a minute. That kid got trick pants. Trick pants are back? Wait, trick pants are back? Holy shit. Guys, guys. Bring Jinkos back. I want an excuse to wear them again. Based. Incredibly based. Yes, sir! By the way, I want you to keep note of something. People who are wearing masks in full face covers here, they probably have criminal records. They're probably not allowed within a certain distance of children. And they're at this protest. That's why people are wearing like this kind of shit. This guy in the gay Dr. Seuss hat, you see him right here? With the full face covering? He's not his mouth's not covered. He's not covering it for COVID. I guarantee you, all the people you see wearing this kind of Bellaclava type deal are child molesters, child rapists, and groomers. Well, they're all groomers, but I guarantee you these people have CP in their records. And they can't be allowed around kids. So if they're photographed at a protest around kids, bro. That's why whenever I go to an event, someone tackles me or tries to get in a fight with me. The only thing I do is I rip their mask off. And they run off. Why? Because their faces can get them in trouble. And here we go. And also, another side of that, even if it's not that, you can know you know they know they're doing something wrong. Because if you thought you were on the right side of history, wouldn't you want to, want your face to be there? Wouldn't you want to run the risk of having your, your mug preserved for all of history? Right? If you're doing the right thing. But no. You know what you are. And you know what you believe. And it's disgusting. Trans is disgusting. That's a good boy. Look at that. Dogs against groomers. Hell yeah. 
this. I love this so much. Footage from the protest captured the moments, moment the children seemingly at the direction of their parents stood atop a selection of small pride flags and sca that scattered the ground and began stomping on them. Nah. The only reason I say that is I have nieces and nephews who are in schools and they wouldn't need me to encourage them to do it. They would just do it because they hate what they have to deal with. I remember when I was a kid, you know, so people want to act like kids have no, uh, no incentive of their own. That's absolutely not true. So when I was in school... It was a big push back in the day. Whereas, like, now they're pushing, like, gender shit on kids. Back in the day, they were pushing drugs on us. Ritalin, all sorts of control, like, keep your kid in your, in your seat type ADHD medication. Like, I didn't have ADHD. I have dyslexia. But they tried to get me on Ritalin for my dyslexia. I shit you not. And my I was very lucky because the doctor I had at the time, he's retired now, but that this man has always saved my life when i was younger he's retired now i talked to him in a couple years i should reach out see how he's doing i've talked to him since covid because he got really scared during the covid so but anyway my childhood pd my childhood doctor was like mag don't put your kid on this stuff and you know i was terrified of these drugs because i had friends who like you know the semester beforehand we were running around the classroom we were playing like during playtime and stuff having fun goofing around now the new school semester starts and a kid who i was really close to the year prior is all zombied out. I don't know if you've ever been around a kid, or if you've ever been a kid around a kid who got put on Ritalin suddenly. I, I don't know if this makes any sense to anyone, but I had like four friends when I was in elementary school. Best friends, uh, I've referenced them on the show before, but they got put on Ritalin and some other like controlled, like keep your kid in their seat type drugs. And they zombied out. They just, they were kind of logged out. I tried to talk to them and they'd be like, huh? Oh, sure, okay. Like, just all this excitement was gone from them. They, they had no... They had no drive. The medication they put them on fucked them up. And that horrified me as a little kid. And I took... When I was younger, I took a ton of stances. I'd be talking to teachers, and I would give teachers shit. I was in, like, third grade. I'd be like, you want to drug me? And they'd be like, I don't want to drug you. I'm like, yeah, you do. You want to you put me on Ritalin? You're evil. I, and I have a lot of reasons why I hate public education. A lot of them are personal stories, so you know, feel free to dismiss them as, as just personal grievances. But I cannot imagine what it would feel like to be a kid this day and age. One minute, you know, your friend Danny, your best friend Danny is running around, you're playing cops and robbers and tag and tackle and all that shit. And then next semester, Danielle is sitting next to you and Danielle doesn't want to interact with you. Danielle has a hard time paying attention and thinking, can't do anything, doesn't want to interact with anybody, is generally depressed, seems logged out and checked out. Danny became Danielle, and now Danielle is a corpse, a husk, a, a shell of what Danny used to be. I cannot imagine being a kid in next to that, because I was already horrified being a, a first grader and a kindergartner and a third grader and a fourth grader and a fifth grader and a sixth grader sitting next to somebody who just put on a bunch of, like, mind-numbing medications. Because they didn't, because the teacher was like, I don't like how you ask too many questions. I don't like how, how, how you don't like what I'm teaching. I don't like blah, 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 blah. So no, I don't think kids need much incentive to say this is bad. This is, this is scary. I don't like this. And then, you know, we've seen it before. This is a new thing. It's just parents ignored it before. Kids would complain about pride stuff. They'd be like, I don't like the way my teacher dresses. I don't like the person who comes and reads us stories in schools. I don't, I don't like... Uh, kids have been saying this shit for years. It's just now the news is actually paying attention to them. Whereas on this show, I've heard them. I've been like, yeah, I agree with you. This is scary and you shouldn't have to deal with it. But now it's just the masses are aware of it. The crowd cheered them on with some older members coming over to shake their hands and voice their approval. Yeah, I fucking would. Muslim families chant, leave our kids alone. Our kids, our kids, our kids, our kids, our kids. 
I'm sorry, these kids look into it. Because we love kids who will never be able to grow up, mature, reproduce, and have their own kids. Yeah, I protect trans kids. Shut up. Many of the Muslims in the crowd got into it with far-left uh, counter-protesters chanting, Leave the kids alone. Members of the faith have joined their Christian counterparts in the fight against modern gender ideology as of late. In fact, that has confused many progressives. I know. It's just like how it confused them when all the Cubans voted for Trump across America, right? It's because... What do you mean? Our little hand-selected minority class we've been calling victims and, and, and helpless for years no longer like us? I thought we owned them. I'm so confused. I can't believe Toby ran away from Massa. Quick, grab me the knife so I can chop this nigga's foot off. Shut up. That's exactly what that is. The left hates it when blacks don't go their way. The left hates it when Muslims don't go their way. The, the left fucking hates minority groups saying fuck off. That's why Larry Elders is the black face of white supremacy. That's why MAGA Hulk gets attacked in the streets. That's why if you're a black conservative, you're not black. You're a slave. You're a house motherfucker. You an Uncle Tom. Why? Because you're not part of the left's victimhood narrative. That's all that is. Fuck you. I really fucking hate that shit. Well, the left seems and the far left seemed confused by Muslims teaming up with Christians. Yeah. No, it's because they're not just their religion. They're parents. They're citizens. There's taxpayers. The religion of these people really is minuscule compared to what's on the table right now. And they know that. Comment on the topic by high school. Sorry, I'm getting really mad at, at, at the left being surprised by this. Whew, high school teacher in Edmonton recently went viral in a leaked audio. She can be heard berating Muslim students for not going along with pride. Clip in the beginning. If you believe, quote, if you believe that kind of thing, you don't belong here, the teacher stated, referencing Uganda's harsh new legislation based Uganda. Do you know the we? Quote, I'm the one person who finds Uganda knuckles so funny, I swear to God. Quote, That is not what Canada believes. We believe in freedom. We believe people can marry whoever they want, including all the... Remember all the legislation in Canada right now for maps? The maps have gained traction in Canada. It's worth noting. It's also... Keep in mind, Mambla moved to Canada. So... Uh, Trudeau likes kids. Quote, this is not what Canada believes. We believe in freedom. No, you don't. Vaccine mandates are not freedom. And unlike here, where Joe Biden was just talking about a vaccine mandate, never actually had one. That's right. He never actually had a vaccine mandate. He had it for like federal employees, but never got the chance to actually make it for employees across America. It's just every employer across America is a fapid fucking pussy who gave into it without any pushback. Go watch my content from back then. Pure blood at heart, baby. And I was even trying to get people to rally up with me against the employees. That's where Americans Against Authority came from, but that group's pretty much dead. Uh, you can't be Canadian. You don't belong here, and I mean it. Ooh, so if you're Muslim, you're not Canadian, you don't belong here. This message brought to you by Canadian's public school system. I care about kids. I care about our kids. I don't want the kids to learn this because they are kids, not adults. When they are not, they can do whatever they want to do. 
Hey, it's Billboard Chris! Holy shit, it's Billboard Chris! Nice! And Viva Fry! Nice! The language, to be a doctor, to be a lawyer, to be one of the cameramen, they didn't go to, to the school to learn about this, uh, this stuff. Boy, 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 get, get, Mary boy, get, get, Mary girl. Which kind of stuff they learn uh, for our kids like this. I never heard this before. We came from overseas, from far away. We let them know. We came and we bring the kids, our kids here to learn them everything. To learn them how to go, to be a lawyer, how to be a uh, doctor, how to be one of the government. We don't bring our kids to learn them the sexual, the girl, girl boy, why? Why? They're saying it's a freedom country. Okay, that's why we came here. It's a freedom. We see freedom. No, it's not freedom. No, it's not freedom. Because they have the legal, if the mom or dad are saying anything, oh, they'll be five years in the jail now. I'm not yep. scared from anyone. That is true. What are they going to do? What are they going to do? Now, because of this position, I'm not scared from anyone. So did you want to say why you came out today, too? Yeah, why you came here, Abuti? You see that? The kid said, no, 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 mom, I don't need you to tell me. I got this. I know why I'm here. You see that? Kids don't need to be coached on what fucking evil is. Kids recognize it. It's an instinct kids have. And I wish it was a, sh it's a shame that our society does everything they can to root that thing out. Society hates people who can distinguish good and evil because it makes it harder for them to push evil against us. I don't want this pride anymore. This pride, it has to be enough. Whoever celebrates this, they're going to hell. <laughs> oh! Based, based child. Whoever worships and celebrates this is going to hell. <laughs> nice. Did you want to say why you came out today too? Based kid. Great kid. I got this, mom. Yes. And we want to stop this. This is too disgusting. And I love this kid, man. It's only to learn math, and science. Not, not to learn girl for girl and boy for boy. This is all young. Girl. Taking my Sunday and ignore the teacher in the school. He grabbed her. He's like, Mom, I'm not, I'm not done yet. He said, I wanna go to the washroom. He went to the washroom ten minutes. Then when the story is finished, and he came back second day. My son, he said for the teacher, I wanna go for, for to, to the washroom and he ignored. He don't wanna listen to my son. Why? Because he forced him to come and to sit down to, to, to let him hear the story about this bullshit. Schools for math, science and English. Um, go, go for go, no! Go for boy, no! Go for boy and boy for go! Based. Who ever so big? Why? Don't go to hell! We have enough of them! I love this kid, man. We have enough! Can I just say, can we quit interviewing the mom and just interview this kid? This kid's got it.
der Name? <laughs> she she's actively hurting my microphone. <laughs> That's funny. My microphone hated hated her talking, but I loved what she was saying. <laughs> I'm so sorry for your guys' ears. I tried to keep the volume down and only turn it up when the kid was talking. <laughs> but yo, that kid was fucking bass. Whoever celebrates this is going to hell. Boy for girl and girl for boy. That's it. Schools are only for math, reading, writing, and education. Fucking A, kiddo. Fucking A. In an interview with the post-millennial, a Muslim mother, yeah, she did explain, didn't she? Explained that she was outraged by what was being taught to her son about boy, boy, girl, married girl. Her son echoes those sentiments. And you know what? I bet the son came home and told his mom what was going on. And the mom's like, really? Are, are you sure? He goes, yeah. Some of the anger stemmed from the recent notice sent out by Ottawa School Board telling staff that they should use they-them pronouns for all students when classes go back into session in September in an attempt to avoid misgendering. Yeah. And this is what you fucking get. I told you guys years ago. One day, they will weaponize parents. And when the parents are weaponized, they'll be weaponized against the farthest left ideologies. And they have been. So now let's hop over here. My pronouns are USA. Massachusetts Middle School tries to make children wear rainbow clothing for pride. Students revolt wear red, white, and blue. My pronouns are USA, the kids chanted. Based! Dangerously so, if I might add myself. And I love this fucking story. I fucking adore this goddamn story. This story... Mmm. 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 Fulfills me with this unbelievable sense of schadenfreude. I love it. I told you, this will be the Pride Month that the Pride Movement gets its shit pushed in. And I have not been wrong. Now, I encourage you guys to go back on my social media platforms. Like, pre-June, right when the boycott with Bud Light started, when I was saying all this, everyone told me, James, you're wrong. You're wrong. This is the boycott to flash in the pan. This Pride Month is going to be the same degenerate bullshit we see every year. I was like, you're wrong. You're wrong. I lost subscribers. I lost followers on social media because I said you guys are wrong. And I was right. This is why I say, if you think I'm wrong, I don't care. Unsubscribe. I get, you know, I might be right later on. If you think I'm wrong, give the argument below. Just don't be mad when I uh, disagree with you. Woke teachers were outraged during a recent meeting of the Burlington Select Board after a continuous incident at Marshall Simmons Middle School last week. Principal Carrie Purchase revealed that some students had organized an independent counter-message to the LGBT pride groom. I added grooming. The school attended, attempted to make students wear, rain, wear rainbow colors to celebrate pride, but many students revolted. Counter-protesting students wore red, white, and blue or black attire. I would have gone all white, you know, like Skills, Skills does white pride once a year, so I would too. Additionally, stickers, banners, and signs were reportedly torn down and discarded in water fountains. My pronouns are USA. The kids chanted, good. I don't like my tax dollars being used to buy shit that make kids groomed. I don't like my tax dollars buying groomer items and hung up in a school where kids are. So I, I side with these kids ripping down banners. And Porter's like, well, you should encourage them to destroy, destroy private property. It's not private property. A school is public property. It is tax funded. 
and everything in that school is paid for with tax dollars. So I will not humor that bullshit notion of, well, you shouldn't cheer on destruction of private property. It's not. It's me and every taxpayer's property, and I don't like it being used to target kids. So I'm completely down with these kids saying, go fuck yourself. School board I follow and wokeness is a great account. School officials are in panic mode over kids revolting against Pride Day. Kids refuse to wear colors, and some even chanted that their pronouns are USA. Displays of intolerance and homophobia are unacceptable. Look, look, no one's scared of fags. Um, yeah, I don't care. You don't like that word. Whatever. No one is scared of you. Just remove the obic and phobia part. No one is scared of you. At all. Disturbed, sickened, and angry with you, perhaps. Yeah. But drop the phobia, phobic uh, angle of that fucking word. There is not a single fucking queer that a tyrant fucking fears. Not one. Not one. And quite frankly, there shouldn't be homo anything other than homo sapien in schools. There shouldn't be gay shit in schools. There shouldn't be straight shit in schools. There shouldn't be none of that. It should just be kids being educated. But you brought in shit, and now that your woke bullshit is being rejected en masse by kids, now you're upset about it. Fuck you, you groomer piece of shit. I hope you get fired. Displays of intolerance and homophobia are unacceptable. This type of intolerant rhetoric starts in the home. Parents angry at town hall over intolerance at Marshall Simons Middle School. Kids were asked to wear rainbow clothes in honor of Pride Spirit Day, but some organized a counter protest wearing red, white, and blue or black. The principal sharing a statement to families that Pride posters were ripped down, stickers ripped up, some students chanted USA are my pronouns, and students showing Pride were intimidated. It was an disruption, in fact, that was organized. And here's the thing, I guarantee you, the kids wearing pride were intimidated. No. And if they were intimidated, it wasn't because of any students saying or threatening them. It was because there was a large group of kids, and they weren't part of that group. And they felt weird, and they left, and they felt left out. Kids are entirely super susceptible to this kind of shit. Kids suffer the most from FOMO. Kids and, like, early and late 20-year-old women suffer from FOMO super duper fucking hard. And those kids were intimidated because they saw a bunch of kids saying, hey, yeah, red, white, and blue, my pronouns are based American. And they're like, oh, what? You mean I'm not cool looking? No, you look like a dork. But whatever, dude, you want to wear rainbows, wear rainbows. I'm going to wear red, white, and blue. (laughs) You look like a dork. That's probably the most that happened that made pride students feel uh, intimidated. And they are not pride students. They're victims of bad, weak adults. They're not pride students. They're just students with very weak, broken households and teachers with broken brains. Ahead of time. While Including some this parents bitch. were upset, others say it was overblown. Some of the kids threw the stickers on the ground. But, you know, I can only speak for my daughter. She just, she didn't want to wear that to school. It's not that she wanted to hurt anybody's feelings. She says her daughter felt coerced to participate in the Pride event and was offended by some of the messages, like this quote from Tennant. What is straight? A line can be straight or a street. But the human heart, oh no, it curves like a road through mountains. Tennessee Williams. That's a disgusting appropriation of a man's quote. Now, this is actively grooming and telling kids shit. You only hung this up to let kids read it and make kids question themselves. Disgusting. Every adult needs to be fired in this fucking building. New teachers can be hired. Just fire all these fucking disgusting, degenerate, politic-pushing groomers.
I see Williams. Human heart cannot be straight. It is curves and winds. And my daughter just kind of said, you know, mom, that's that's offensive to to me, who I am straight. Yeah. Uh, actually, fun fact: most people are straight. People aren't really born gay. There's usually some sort of trauma or mental illness involved. And yes, I, I'll say that with all the confidence in the fucking world. Uh, most people who are gay, are, you know, are victims of child molestation or even worse. Not that there's many things worse than that. Um, it's usually a, a, a sign of unaddressed trauma, not a natural indication. Yeah, no. Uh, being gay is a mental illness, just like being trans and all that is. Now, you can be gay and not groom kids, and that's sort of just like your deal. If you're an adult and you're happy with whatever you're doing, go do it. It's when you shove it down kids' throats, metaphorically and literally, that we start to have problems. Though the literal side gets to the wood chipper feet first. Woke facility members, love that use, characterize the student's refusal to bend the knee to a rainbow mafia as intolerance. <laughs> Triggered community members, PM get them, share their reactions to the incident during the meeting with one parent, Carol or Carl Foss, expressing his disappointment by stating, quote, I thought Burlington was a safer place. Oh, I'm sorry. Kids not buying your fucking bullshit. Did that? Did that? Did that make you feel unsafe? A bunch of little kids not not being groomed. Did that really hurt your feelings? I gotta ask you. Why do you insist so hard on having kids exposed to sexual conduct without their parents knowing? Why? 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 Why is that such a pressing issue for you that that you have to push this shit on children? I, I fail to comprehend and understand why you're you're so hell bent on having sexualized shit in schools. Elementary schools, junior high, and high schools. Why? Joanne Fossetti, a Burlington resident, complained to local news that, quote, an unruly disruption, really, adding that it was, quote, organized ahead of time. Yeah, by a bunch of students. By a bunch of students. You're right. Well, was it was it arranged ahead of time? Gee, yeah, no fucking shit, Sherlock. I, 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 uh, I wonder what happened. You mean to tell me that kids who just all showed up on Friday wearing, uh, wearing red, white, and blue pre-planned that? What an astute fucking observation, sweetheart. Sorry about your eyes just now. Anyway, I couldn't read this letter here. Now, lost my train of thought. I'm just moving on. I recognize that discussions, quote, I recognize that discussions and celebrations of individuals' identity are complex and impacted by individual values, religion, and cultural norms, as a result of which may include express expressions of racism, anti-religious hate, ableism, and, in this case, homophobia. Superintendent Eric M. Conti wrote in a groveling letter parents fire this fucker do everything you can petition the school protest demonstrate whatever you see how they respond to a peaceful protest from the right oh it's an, a violent offensive attack with hate speech and ableism what a retard <clears throat> gee I had a really lucid point I was just going to make oh yeah uh, but the organizing ahead of time homie you act like kids don't have group chats on Facebook and whatever. Kids are in Discord. Kids have whatever fucking app they use to communicate with each other. Do they use Discord or is Discord more of like an old gamer fogey thing like me? Anyway. They can organize this like four hours before an event. Alright, buddy. You don't even need... They don't even need parents in on this. Kids, uh, you know, they text their other friends. Hey, you want to show up to school wearing red, white, and blue? Yeah, sure. Oh my god, I gotta, I'm going to tell my friends about this. This is funny as hell. And they text their other friends about it. Next thing you know, like 60 kids show up wearing red, white, and blue. It's pretty pretty straightforward. 
So let's look at this absolute fucking pedophile's letter. James don't know if he's a pedophile. Uh, if you want to push this shit on children, I think you're a pedophile. Very little distinguish between a pedophile and a groomer. What? One took action and one talks about action? Yeah, I'm not allowing that. I'm not going to let that go. Groomers are pedophiles. No exception. Eric M. Conti, PhD. Of course. June 4th. Dear Burlington community. <clears throat> oh, God. That whiny voice hurt me. <laughs> One of our core values of the Burlington Public Schools, including Marshall Simmons Middle School, I respect for the human difference. We are committed to acknowledging and celebrating the diversity <laughs> that makes up our community. <laughs> and we strive every day to make our schools a place where anyone can feel safe and welcome. <laughs> The rise of anti-LG- The rise of anti-pedophile and groomer bullshit. Yeah, go fuck yourself. Violence across our community is unacceptable. Yeah, protesting isn't violence, you fucking dumb cunt. It's not. I fucking hate this shit. They protested. We're gonna call it violence. What was violent? A couple pride stickers got thrown away? You handed out pride flags and the kids threw away the fucking pride flags? What? What exactly is the violence here? What violence- was fucking performed, you overpaid, child-molesting fuck. Oh, I'm sorry. Pedophile. I don't care. You push this shit on kids, you're a pedophile. That's my new stance. Go fuck yourself. You're grooming kids for a reason. It has to be your fucking reasons, and why do groomers groom kids? We all know what the end reason is, right? So, I'm just gonna start calling them pedophiles. Fuck groomers, I'm gonna call them pedos. Oh my god. Make pedo bear Great again, folks. Make Pedo Bear great again. I just made the thumbnail for this. And I have to remake the thumbnail for this. Put Pedo Bear in it. Great. The rise of anti-LGBTQ violence across the country is unacceptable and has no place in our schools. We recognize that intolerance can manifest in many different ways. And unfortunately, a school community experienced intolerance during a school day on Friday. <laughs> Faggot. <clears throat> Students who participate in the Spectrum Club led a celebration of National Pride Month that included posters in support of Identity Pride. Yeah, you shouldn't bring identity politics into fucking school, you goddamn pedo. And other samples of LGBT groomers. The LGBTQMAP plus community. Shut up. You're in the MAP community, I guarantee it. Identities such as rainbow flags. It's not an identity. Uh, a rainbow flag is not an identity. And clothing. It's not an identity. Unfortunately, some of these symbols were damaged on Friday. And I guarantee you, you were handing out pride flags to kids, and they said, snap, throw the pride flag away. Oh, stickers, rip the sticker, throw them away. I guarantee you that these kids were given this rainbow shit, because what was happening the day before? On Thursday, the school said, Hey, you have to wear pride shit to school tomorrow. So I bet when the students walked in, they were greeted with teachers handing out full of fucking gay stickers and little pedal flags and little groomer items. And these kids went, tsh, tsh, tsh. Nah, my pronouns are USA, bitch. Pretty straightforward. Let's get back to this groveling pussy. I had to get back in there. I have to have to warm myself back up. Okay. The spectrum. Oh, I already read that. I recognize. Wait, hold on. MS, MS, 
Participation is optional. Respectful behavior across the entire student body. However, it is non-negotiable. Oh, yeah, because you told them literally on Thursday, you have no choice. You have to wear rainbows to school on Friday. And then the large chunk of the student body said, no, we're not going to. And what the fuck are you going to do about it? And what did they do about it? He writes this crybaby bitch ass fucking letter. Students, one. Woke grooming pedophile teachers, zero. And game, bitch. I recognize that discussion. <coughs> God, give me one second. This whiny voice is actually starting to hurt me. <coughs> Watch it down some rip it. <coughs> la 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 la. I recognize the discussions and celebrations of individual identity are complex and impacted by individuals' values, religion, and cultural norms, the results of which may include expressions of- Shut up! Shut up! Fuck! You shouldn't have any of these topics in schools to begin with. Schools don't have any place to be talking about religion, or cultural norms, or any of this bullshit. Identity politics don't belong in schools, you fucking groomers. But moving on. Ableism and, in this case, homophobia. No one is scared of you. Shut up. No one is scared of you. At all. Where'd it go? Where'd it go? Uh, okay, so homophobia. The Burlington Public Schools are obligated to provide a safe environment for all students to feel safe, seen, and respected without retaliation. Yeah, so get the, uh, get the politics out of your fucking school. It's almost like it doesn't belong there. And it's about time the, you know, normal societal autoimmune response kicked in. And like the parasite in the body you are, you're absolutely scared that the white blood cells are coming after you. Run. Very far. Very fast. Never sleep again. Because your name's out there, bud. And when people look you up, they're going to find this letter. Find what you defended. Find out why you wrote this letter. And what you stand for. Never sleep again. Keep one eye open forever. And I say this about your job, not your safety. Because I have a feeling your days at this school are numbered. I look forward to recording the update on him being fired. What an interesting time. I'm celebrating people being fired now. But I would have celebrated these people being fired even back in my more conservative, you know, bland Republican-esque days. But now I'm kind of spicy. Um, da, 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 incidents that happen, Burlington Public Schools, and blah, 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 blah. All right. As a school assistant, we have a unique opportunity to educate our... I'm not doing that anymore. Community on the nature of these events. The work we do... Um, in the Burlington Public Schools and at the MSMS is not easy. It often leads to difficult and uncomfortable conversations. Yeah, probably because these are conversations as a teacher you shouldn't be having with kids. Why do you insist on talking to kids about sexuality when the parents are not around? It's a question that I need an answer to. Uncomfortable conversations. Nevertheless, we encourage the, we encourage you to discuss differences with your families. Yeah, that's where that's where the conversation should be happening. With the family. Not the fucking pedo teacher. To try and make sense of how one's actions always impact others. Yeah, you're a woke fucking pedophilic groomer who is crying that students rejected you. How about that? How about them apples, bitch? The Burlington Public Schools believe in the individual's dignity and human of each and every person in our community. Uh-huh. Unless you, uh, don't go with the messaging, then fuck you. 
we embrace everyone for who they are and for what they bring to our schools and a larger community. Our staff have and will continue to receive sources, materials, and training to help identify and respond to identity, bigotry, and discrimination. And folks, that's him saying we're doubling down. So stay tuned. He's doubling down. Gee, how did doubling down work out for Target and Bud Light and Kohl's and Nike? Not well. And to participate in ongoing dialogue. Go fuck yourself. As these lessons extend beyond the classroom, we invite all students, parents, guardians, and other community members to participate in the ongoing dialogue. A list of resources on how to talk to adult, talk to, on how to talk to adults. If you're a teacher, you know you can use certain punctuation marks to save you a couple ands and ors. To adults and children, my God, how many ands do I have to fucking read, my man? About identity. Identity hate is available below. Confronting anti-LGBTQ harassment in schools, responding to hate bias in schools, responding to bias incidents in middle schools. Hmm. Nothing about how to respond to Christian parents. Nope. Only lesson plans on how you can be less of a bigot, bigot, and you can accept what I want to shove down your kid's throat until they swallow. Okay, bigot? That's essentially all this little groomer pedo fuck is saying. And link will be in the description below. Bold of you to sign your name next to this, you fucking creepy piece of shit. Principal purchased. Uh, principal purchase. Now acknowledge. That's your name. Acknowledge that the counter message was possibly t- triggered by the school's failure to recognize Memorial Day. Doubt it. I think kids are just tired of you grooming them. But you ignored Memorial Day, though. Interesting. Soldiers who die for our freedoms. Fuck them. Child rapists celebrate them. Mm, weird priorities. Students on Monday, considering the lack of acknowledgement and unintended an unintended mistake. Oh no, that was a conscious mistake. I guarantee it. Respect for observations of Memorial Day and respect for the LGBT community are not mutually exclusive. Yes, they are. At this point, they absolutely are. She told local outlet Seven News Boston. I don't know many soldiers who are dying for children to be exposed to child molesters and be at risk to these people. I don't know many... I, I know a lot of soldiers. I'm related to a lot of people in the armed service, and I hate to tell you, not a single one of them is dying for this. And a couple of people are getting ready to leave because they don't want to die for Joe Biden's shit in Ukraine. Based decision, guys, actually. Leave. If you're in the armed forces and you see what's coming down the distance, leave. Get out. Run. Quote, I was shocked and horrified, said Neela Armstrong to NBC10, noting that she is the parent of a groomed child who goes by he-they pronouns. Poor kid. Let me guess, you're a single mother, and there's some sketchy men in, the, in your life who you've left unattended around this child? Jeez, that's what we call another fa- fatherless child. The incident at Marshall Simmons Middle School has highlighted con- conservative concerns over the indoctrination of children into an extreme LGBT garbage-ass agenda. Now let's hop over here. The last article for this upload, California high school teacher allegedly threatens to punish uh, punishment after students protest pride video in math class. Yeah. All right. Let's get into it. California father will not bring his eight-year-old daughters to class starting today after fights erupted at a protest on Friday over a pride event at their elementary school. He says he has nothing against the LGBTQ community, but he does not want his young children... Oh, you love that? You love that absolutely uh, Bernie Supreme-looking quat running up and attacking people with a stick? 
attacking parents with a stick. Way to guarantee, way to absolutely guarantee these parents will never take your side again. Remember that, parents. If you protest, you'll get beaten with sticks. ...to inappropriate materials. His name is Manuk Gregorian, and he... Just look at this one more time. Bam, with a stick. But he does not guarantee that's a teacher. children exposed to inappropriate materials. His name is Manuk Gregorian, and he joins us now. Good morning to you, Manuk. Good morning. Good morning. Thank well, God bless you. Me. Thanks for coming on. I understand you have two sets of twin girls. You have eight-year-olds and four-year-olds. I'm sure you have a yes, fun I house. <laughs> well, yes, thank you for joining yes. us. All right, so what started the, the issue? What started the protest at the school? Well, we found out about this assembly back in early May. And um, we have made numerous attempts to uh, contact school officials and have a meeting with them. We did have a meeting with the principal, but she couldn't be helpful. So we asked to speak with uh, Mr. Carvalho. We have made numerous attempts to contact him, but he ignored every opportunity that we had to speak with him. He just didn't want to acknowledge us. I don't want to give this guy absolute fucking credit. The guy in the red hat standing there, well, this absolute faggy fuck stands here with their little fucking groomer outfit on, their little fucking stupid mask, and the Antifa fucking fruitcake over here. While they're holding a metal object, this man, this absolute Chad, is staring this delinquent, demonic bitch in the fucking eyes. Based Giga Chad dad. And we have no choice but to take it to the Seems streets old. and uh, make sure that he hears us and can speak with us. Okay, so it all started, um, the assembly that you're talking about, the students were all at this assembly, elementary school, and a book was read that some parents had problems with. The book is called The Great Big Book of Families. It talks about multicultural families, multi-religious families, families with adopted children, families with same-sex uh, partners. And some they of the parents said, what? See, it's what should have happened when somebody runs up on you with a stick? It was in American History X. Bite the fucking curb, bitch. That's what you do. The, our, a lot of Armenian families live in this area, and one dad said, I don't like the idea of my little kid coming home and saying it's fine for a family to have two dads, two men to love each other. We don't respect that. It's not in our culture as Christians and Armenians. Another dad uh, who's a protester said LGBT uh, individuals exist in all cultures and communities, and our representation and our voices being heard is not a matter of discussion. It's a civil right that was earned through decades and decades of activism. How do you, where do you stand on this issue? Well, my, my whole thing is about it's, it's the 10 year old children should not be exposed to any of this LGBTQ. You just stuff. think they're I too mean, young. The they're too young. Not the, it's not what, it wasn't about the issue of the book itself only, because after the book was supposed to be read, they were supposed to turn around and have a discussion about what they just read and heard. And we have a thing, one of our parents named Anna has asked these questions numerous times. What would you answer my child when he comes up to you and says, I have a mommy and daddy. My mommy was pregnant. When they have two daddies, which daddy does he get pregnant? Where does the baby come from? What are you going to answer them? Not one school official has an answer to that question. They're saying it's not about sexualizing or uh, grooming our children, but yet they have no answers to us. And when we want to speak with them and have these discussions, they totally ignore us. And they just don't want to talk to us, and I'm fed up, and the school is not safe for my children to take back. And, and they don't want to come out and talk to me and say, how are they going to make this school safer, and what's going to be their next move, and they just totally want to ignore me. And, and, and I'm not going to take my kids back until they come out and talk to us. So what are you going to do, private schools, homeschool? 
Well, uh, this is an Armenian community school. It's dual language for Armenian children to learn Armenian and English. I'm not gonna give up that easy and decide to move my children to another school because I really want them to Damn. learn Armenian and English at the same time. I respect what he's trying to get at here, but that's not the right call. The right call is to look into like pot education, look into homeschooling. I understand that homeschooling is a daunting task, and most of the reason why parents said they can't do it is because of how hard it's going to be on them to do it. But ultimately, we're dealing with the safety and the value of your children. We're dealing with keeping your kids safe here. How much is that worth to you, time-wise and finance-wise? To me, as a, if I was a parent, to me, it would be the top priority. In time. Mm -hmm. I will fight this fight as long as I have to. I'm also considering other school options, but for right now, I'm waiting to speak with the school members, board members, to decide my our next move. Okay. And I encourage everybody at Sadikola Elementary to keep their children home so LAUSD can understand that we will not be silent. No matter how big they are, we will not be silent. We did ask for a statement from the Los Angeles Unified School District, and this is what they told us. Los Angeles Unified remains committed to maintaining a safe, inclusive, and supportive environment for all students. We are also committed to ensuring diversity and inclusivity. In addition, out of an abundance of caution, the Los Angeles School Police Department will be providing additional patrols around the campus. Manu, thank you so much for coming on with us. Thank you very much for having me and letting me speak. Okay. Moving on. A group of high school students, <clears throat> let me pull this a little bit closer, uh, the central reaction, visceral reaction to an LGBTQ video, again, beginning of the video, you saw it already, uh, video shows a math class went viral this week. A student that, uh, a student at that, at what's been identified as Edison High School in Huntington Beach, California, filmed the classmates loudly groan and protest as their teacher plays a Pride Month video. Actually, it was a video of men making out and other same-sex activities, not just a, a Pride Month video. During a class, students moaned, stop, and turn it off. One student shouts, why are you showing this to kids? Yeah, why are you showing it to kids? Probably because your teacher's a pedo. Sorry, you're grooming kids, you become a pedo, because what's the end goal of grooming children? We all know what the end goal of grooming a child is. Especially when you're doing it with sexual content like this. You're a pedo. The teacher scolds the students to be quiet and warns them that, uh, that they will have to watch it in Saturday school if they continue to make noise. What's that? Like detention? And knowing the video, she goes, uh, I'll give you Saturday school next year. I think it's just a hollow threat. Kids can keep protesting all they fucking want. This bitch can only threaten you. Quote, hey, I'll warn you guys now. If you're going to be inappropriate, if they're going to be inappropriate, you groomy faggy bitch. You're the one showing them same-sex couples. You're showing children same-sex shit. And you're calling the kids inappropriate when they ask you, why are you showing this to children? The kids are inappropriate. Wow. That's like... That's like if O.J. Simpson turned around to, uh, to, to Jeffrey Dahmer and said, Hey, man, you're kind of a sick murderer. Actually, no, it's not. I take that back. It's like if a murderer turned to... Oh, God. I can't even think of a good person for this analogy. I'm just going to move on. Basically, hey, pot, it's kettle, uh, you're black, except for the other things not black. I, I don't know. 
Thought I was going somewhere with that. Hey, I'll warn you guys now. The unnamed teacher says, I, uh, I hope the students release your name. You're an adult. You're a groomer. You should be fired from this school. You shouldn't have this job. I will, I will have supervision down and give you all Saturday school for indiscernible whatever. Doesn't, it's in brackets here. So knock it off, the unnamed teacher says. Yeah, but here's the fucking problem with that. I got d detention while I was in school. I never showed up. And you know what happened? Nothing. They gave me more detention that I didn't show up for. Detention's really not a good threat. I'm assuming that's what the Saturday school thing is. Just don't show up. Pretty, pretty on the nose, ain't it? The clip went viral after a parent at the school... Oh, it's like if Adolf Hitler looked at Jesus and said, You're a little violent, buddy. It's like, uh, no. In fact, you would be the violent one. There we go. I can't believe the analogy in the end anyway. It was picked up by prominent conservative commentator Robbie Starbuck. <laughs> sort of. One of those window shipping type, shift type conservatives, I guess. Where it amassed over 10 million views. Oh, come on. See? Yeah, people. Yeah. Why are you showing with the kids? This teacher went home and cried. I guarantee it. This teacher went home and cried about this. I warn you guys now, if you're going to be inappropriate, I will have supervision down and give all of you a Saturday school for next year. So knock it off. Okay. I want this teacher's name. It's an adult. I can say that. I want this teacher's fucking name. And I will read on this show too. Just the name. I don't need any more information. I just need a name. I just need a name. I have a school. I want the name. A local LGBTQ supporter upset. My name is in the fucking title of my show before anyone goes, Yeah, what's your name? Watch the show, I guess. I say it multiple times. A local LGBT groomer upset about the student's reaction to the shared video on the, on the full video on social media. Another apparent local parent claimed the video was from the student news channel. Doesn't make it better. You mean the student news ran by the school and approved by the school. Got it. The video starts with a rainbow flag in the wind and the words Pride Month on the screen. Two women are shown embracing with noses touching. I was told that it was like a trans guy and a chick. Okay. Uh, no, they were, they were kissing. I'm sorry to tell you. Their noses weren't touching. They were... Uh, and other images of LGBT plus couples play on screen. Don't forget to love each other, the video message says as it ends. Don't forget to groom each other. Here's the video that was shown at Edison High. It's a sim it's simple explanation of Pride Month and does not show women kissing just their heads together. Okay, maybe I'm wrong. The message of this video is love. It doesn't belong in schools. This mental illness doesn't belong being promoted in schools. And look at this jawline here. Are we sure that that's a woman? This is Pride Month. A former Edison student... Oh, come on. Her orientation changed throughout high school, where she found some that helped her give community. She says, the first kiss I had was with a okay. Correct. My family supported me until my mother stepped in. She found a safe space with the people who were also like them. No matter what anyone says, be proud of who you are, and keep fighting. At Edison, we should make all students feel welcome here, no matter their gender or sexual orientation. So, if you're out and proud, closeted, or even just an ally... 
Again, why do you think this belongs in schools? Why do you think promoting a lifestyle with such a high suicide rate is a good thing? Why is any of this appropriate in schools? That's a man. That is a fucking man, my guy. That's a man, too. So you're showing cross-dressers to students and kids? And you're like, this is about love. No, it's about grooming, you fucking pedo. Be proud of who you are. Most importantly, Fake Muslim. don't forget to love each other. Happy Pride Month. Happy Mental, Aware Mental Illness Awareness Month. Moving on. The original post of the video, and it was shown in all classes, uh, Starbucks claimed some students told him more of the video was played in all classes. Oh, interesting. Some 10th grade students came forward to tell me that this video was played in all classes that day, not just math class. They're upset about it and want the school to reframe from playing videos like this. Yeah, no shit. Fox News Digital reached out to Huntington, uh, Huntington Beach Union School District. For a comment, the article will be updated with a reply. The city of Huntington Beach has a Republican mayor who's been sharply critical of Governor Gavin Newsom and was criticized by exposing Huntington Beach account, the Huntington Beach account for sharing the video in a conservative Facebook group, informed parents of California. Quote, I emailed my mayor, uh, Pro Tem Van Der Mark, to request an apology for sharing a video that has led to a teacher being harassed in her own community. It has nothing to do with the children being groomed, but the students saying, why are you showing this to kids? Oh, that's the problem. Fucking child molester. Has led to being harassed by her own community. You can see the response in the second photo. I don't fucking care. Well, that loads. Nope, oh, that's it, actually. Uh, residents, uh, residents of the Southern California city protested Newsom's coronavirus mandates during the pandemic. Okay. So that's why that sounds familiar to me. Let's see. Mayor Pro, uh, Pro Tem, uh, this is a weird name, Tem Vandermark. Tim Vandermark? Tem, whatever. You reposted a video on a Facebook group that informed parents of California in that post that you called four parents to voice their concerns to Edison High School, and you posted the last name of the teacher as well. Good. I want that name. Because of your actions, the video gained a lot of social media attention, and I have attached some photos. One shows someone publicly calling for the teacher to be fired and harassed. Good. Let's see what the harassed actually looks like. Considering the teacher thought being told, why are you showing this to kids was harassment. Let's see what they think is actually harassment here too. Think of the students who made the video. I do, and I feel really bad for them. They were successfully groomed. Do you think they deserve to be harassed at their own school? Again, are they being harassed? Or are they being like, hey, why'd you make this? This is retarded. What the fuck's wrong with you? Your actions have caused division and unwanted harassment in our community. This is beyond appalling for an elected official. No, it's not. No, it's not. You mean a mayor learned about some creepy shit going on in a local school district and then he showed it to the parents who elected him? No, it's not disgusting behavior. These parents have a right to know the name of this teacher. The parents have a right to know what goes on in their fucking classes. And the fact that you're so concerned that parents are finding out what's going on tells me everything I need to know about you, you fucking pedo. Your actions have caused division. Fuck off. 
I am requesting a public apology from you at the next city council meeting or earlier at a time you feel appropriate. Mm, no, never apologize. Double down. Double the fuck down. I will never apologize for encouraging parents to express their concerns. If they are worried about their children's safety or well-being, never. Have a good day. Based! Incredibly so, actually. Good. I was worried that there was going to be an apology here. Gracie Vandermark, Mayor Pro Tem, City of Huntington Beach. And now, brothers and sisters, ladies and gentlemen. America's been drinking beer from a company that doesn't even know which restroom to use. That's why I created Conservative Dad's ultra-right, 100% woke-free beer. As conservatives, we're constantly getting hit in the face, left and right, by the woke mind virus. But the last place we want it is in our beer. If you know which bathroom to use, you know what beer you should be drinking. Stop giving money to woke corporations that hate our values. And to the rest of you woke corporations, stay the away from our kids. Buy yours online in 42 states at ultrarightbeer.com. Tastes like freedom.